4: And I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset.
1: We are 35 months into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. How are you today,
5: Bruce? Healthy and alive. no uh, sounds of progress today, uh, but uh, we did have people in doing measurements and stuff today to get uh, carpet and all that fun stuff, so yeah, moving right along. I'm I'm uh, pleased. Has progress been made? Has progress been completed? The flooring is laid in the uh, kitchen. Uh, the entryway, well, you know, backdoor entry. So we're doing um, carpet in the living room, so the entryway is going to have uh, laminate floor as well as the kitchen. So that's already laid. So now we're just waiting on baseboards to be stained and, and then installed. And then uh, they'll come, the carpet guys will come in and do the tack strip and the carpeting and, or the pad and the carpeting. And yeah. So, yeah.
1: Well, I wish you the best of luck and I hope it, uh, hope it turns out the way you want it because that's the most important thing because you want it to look good, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of looking good, the Democrat Party's not looking good when it comes to January 6th right now, are they? No they're not looking good at all no i know that this is kind of a um how how do you put it um this is a conspiracy theory from six months ago that's coming true now
5: Uh Uh (laughs) uh-huh
1: because we were all conspiracy theorists and and we didn't know what we were talking about uh when it came to january 6th and we were saying um they're not actually doing what they say they're doing how did this turn into an insurrection anyway how did that happen How, how on earth did they get control of that narrative to the point where it became a rowdy crowd outside, which was mostly peaceful. I hate to use one of their terms from the Antifa riots, but they were just kind of standing out there until people of unknown origin, (coughs) FBI, were breaching the gates with Ray Abs and they started smashing out doors. Of course, the ones that weren't unlocked for them. How did this turn into an insurrection? Now, I I understand they, they went into the Capitol building and everything, but again, how is that an insurrection? I mean, as far as I know, we are the people of the United States. We are U.S. citizens, as far as I know. Um, Bruce, this is this is my American passport right here. I mean, that certifies that I'm an American citizen. You have eyes. You can mm-hmm. see that that is me right there, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I am a U.S. citizen, and as far as I know, that house belongs to us, not the people sitting yeah. in it. Yeah. So how's that even trespassing at that point? Mm-hmm. I mean, good question. Now, if you're going to steal beers from the speaker's office, I I believe going into the offices, I believe that that you could consider that trespassing. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll let that one yeah. slide. Because you've probably got confidential information in those offices and I can understand that. So I'll I'll let that one go. But just walking around in the hallways, a lot of times these people were within the velvet ropes, for God's sake. How's that? Yeah. Criminal trespass? How How is that? I, I don't understand. But yet, this was so, the worst attack on yeah. democracy, as, as KJP said. This is the worst attack on America since the Civil War. You've had mm-hmm. Chuck Schumer and AOC and all the virtue signaling morons out there in Congress saying this was the worst event since uh, 9-11, Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. the Civil War combined.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all uh, been a lie. All of it. Yep. The, the narrative, they... They got a hold of that because of the media, the mainstream media. And unfortunately at the time, Twitter was not free. So basically, what ends up happening on Twitter, most people are like, eh, you know, only like 20% of Americans are on Twitter. So it's like, eh, whatever. People don't no, you, you don't understand. Most of the uh rhetoric that happens on Twitter are the uh that's like the news anchors. That's like the there's a lot of political discourse that happens there that filters into the the mainstream. That's that's where a lot of it is discussed before it enters the mainstream. They basically ran with it on social media and said it was a insurrection, blah, blah, blah. The trespass, criminal trespass. I, I now this is I'm no no lawyer, but I think uh, the, their argument is the, some of them busted through the windows. And some of the barricades and that kind of stuff and were being aggressive with police in some uh, areas. I would say those are agitators. Those weren't the actual um, people there that were uh, that were protesting. But some of them did get caught up in this and uh, they entered where they shouldn't have, you know, through the windows and whatnot. Now, here's the thing. The video that Tucker Carlson released one of was the uh, the shaman, the Q shaman. Yeah. Uh, that that had the Viking hat on and the you know face paint and all that I've shirtless. All I've that got
1: the report right here. We'll be happy to play it at your convenience.
5: Yeah, um, I, I I just wanted to point out that um, well uh, Tucker in that video explains it uh, as it's happening, but he's uh, basically led around and and chauffeured, chaperoned, however you want to say it, by Capitol Police. And they go around um, trying doors that are locked, and it's like, oh, these doors are locked, let's try these other ones. And there's no violence, there's no... At one point, uh, I think in the video, there's like uh, nine officers that they literally walk by, and none of them try to stop him. It's just, it's literally them walking him around. And if you're... um, I forget what the uh, uh, Q shaman's name is. If you are that individual and you're being escorted around by Capitol Police, at what point in there do you think I should not be here when they're gracefully, kindly walking you around like that? Mm. Yeah.
1: Anyway. And he gets four years in prison for this.
2: This was Carlson's report. Dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you. contrast the reality of what jacob chansley
1: did in the capitol building on january 6th the industry so that was the buffalo man for those that are wondering from the uh, uh, the photos and everything if you're wondering who this guy is that's the guy that was walking around with the uh, the the hat with the horn the fur hat with the horns and his face painted up like a wild indian that one uh, or excuse me a wild native american you can't say indian for whatever reason uh so There was that. Then you had the uh, the house. Was the house or what? Whatever. Was the House Committee? Yeah, the the January 6th, Committee. The House ran it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you had them then turn around and say, "Well, Senator Josh Hawley, he's he's stirred up all of these people." Now, for those that don't know, Senator Josh Hawley, he was the one that was asking A. G. Garland, Attorney General Garland, uh, that we played a couple of days ago on why the Justice Department is targeting traditional Catholics in the United States, which Bruce and I have another opinion on that, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, But uh, this is what they had to say about Josh Hawley. And they showed this video over and over and over and over again, all over social media, on Twitter, as you said at the time, because that's when they ran it. And all across the uh, the mainstream media, the usual mouthpieces, CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times ran this, the Washington Post ran all this, uh, him running away from the masses that he stirred up, and it was anything but.
2: When the committee wasn't accusing Republican office holders of planning riots on January 6th, it was accusing them of running away from those riots like cowards. In the case of Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri, the committee and their allies accused him of both. Josh Hawley is a to prove that Josh Hawley was a coward, the committee released video of him loping out of the building on the afternoon of January 6th with a police escort. The tape became a staple on social media. Democrats laughed with derision.
0: Later that day, Senator Hawley fled after those protesters he helped to rile up stormed the Capitol. See for yourself.
5: But in. Uh, before we go on, just for the listener's sake, if you haven't seen this video, this video is, like, less than two seconds long. It, it, it's barely anything on this. It, it's literally just uh, the, the camera looking at a, a, down a hallway, and you see him run across the hall. That's literally all it is. <laughs> but in fact, the
2: surveillance footage we reviewed shows that famous clip was a sham, edited deceptively by the January 6th committee. The clip was propaganda, not evidence. The actual videotape shows that Hawley was one of many lawmakers being ushered out of the building by Capitol Hill police officers. And in fact, Hawley was at the back of the pack. The coward tape was a lie.
5: One of many from the January 6th committee. They lied? So that was... They lied? That was... Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, again, that was during the time he was... When he said it was a sham. From then forward, as he was talking... That's the length of the actual video when you see all the other um, individuals walking across. Um, yeah. Yeah. They lied. Go figure. Who, who, who would have thought our government lied to us? Our politicians lied to us. Who ever would have thought that? Who would have thought that? All right. I want to take
1: people back to July. Now, again, why did all of this happen? Why did all of this happen? How was all of this able to be spun around into this, this insurrection unless maybe they planned it that way? Maybe. I don't know. I want to take you back to Senator Ted Cruz in July of 2022. He's questioning the assistant director of the FBI, under oath, I might add, asking about January 6th.
3: Ms. Sandberg, I want to turn to the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th?
0: Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. uh,
3: Did any FBI agents or confidential informants 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 actively actively participate in the the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th?
4: I can't answer that, sir.
3: Did any FBI agents any F- or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Well, there are a lot of well, people who are understandably are very concerned, very about, very Mr. concerned about Mr. Epps. On the night of January 5th, 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered and there's video out there of him chanting, tomorrow, we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, fed, 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 fed. Miss Sandburn, was Ray Epps a fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. The next day, on January 6th, Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds after he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. Did Mr. Epps urge them to tear down the barricades? Sir, similar to the other answers, I cannot answer that. Shortly thereafter, the FBI put out a public post listing, seeking information on individuals connected with violent crimes on January 6. Among those individuals in the bottom there is Mr. Epps. The FBI publicly asked for information identifying, offering cash rewards leading to information, for information leading to the arrest. This was posted and then, sometime later, magically, Mr. Epps disappeared from the public posting. According to public records, Mr. Epps has not been charged with anything. No one's explained why a person videoed, urging people to go to the Capitol, a person whose conduct was so suspect, the crowd believed he was a fed, would magically disappear from the list of people the FBI was looking at. Ms. Sandburn, a lot of Americans are concerned that the federal government deliberately encouraged illegal and violent conduct on January 6th. My question to you, and this is, a, this is not an ordinary law enforcement question, this is a question of a public accountability. Did federal agents or those in service of federal agent actively encourage violent and criminal conduct on January 6th? Not to my knowledge, sir.
1: Thank you. You know, Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, was asked just a few days ago by the House Committee almost the same questions. Almost. Not, not quite. Just more along the lines of how many of your people were involved in that event that day? He refused to answer it. Now, my question is this. On what grounds does he have to refuse to answer that question? What, you don't understand what your own people in your own organization are doing? If it's a simple no, then it's a simple no. There shouldn't be a problem answering that. But when you refuse to answer the question, on what grounds are you refusing to answer that question? You're going to take the Fifth Amendment. Again, you're not accountable for your own department. You're not accountable
5: for your own field agents. The other thing that should be noted is uh, Ray Epps lied. He was uh, sworn in um, under oath and he lied. He said, um, there was a text message that he sent to like his uh, nephew or something like that. And um, basically said he led a insurrection and bragged <laughs> about it. And uh, his argument was, oh, no, I had already left at that point. I did not enter the capital. I, I wasn't you know, involved in any more after at this point. Um, he had went back to his hotel. However, there's video showing like two hours after this or an hour or something like that after that text message. He was still there in the crowds, instigating. Yeah, again, uh, I would like that question asked. Who is Ray Epps? And if you give me that um, well, I, I can't answer that, you're fired. And I'm gonna continue firing people until one of you speaks up. So that that's how I, I think it should be handled personally. Well,
1: it's not gonna but. be Christopher Ray, who's the director of the FBI. It's not it's certainly not gonna be FBI assistant director Sandburn. It's not gonna be her. So who are you going to get to answer the question? Now I know the FBI has like a hundred assistant directors, but surely somebody has to know. Surely somebody does. Instead, let's hear from Adam Kinzinger, right? Adam Kinzinger. He was the he was the guy that was leading up or one of the the lead ups to the House Committee on January sixth, right? It was him and, and Liz Cheney. They were the they were the uh, <clears throat> they were the conservatives on the panel there. <laughs> conservatives, mm, yeah. You see that, yeah. yeah. Conservatives, sure. This was him on CNN this morning. He also invoked the committee several times, saying essentially, you know, this
5: is access—the footage that you had access to, parts of it that the committee did not air. Um,
0: do you want to respond to that? And also, you know, that he 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 said you are you were a liar, and Liz Cheney was a liar, and that you guys perpetuated this lie.
6: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look. Obviously, everybody knows, even in their heart, even those that think that uh, or that will say out loud that the insurrection didn't happen, they know in their heart that it did. So you can call me a liar all you want. I just know that means we're over the target typically. Right. Um look I, I can look at myself in the mirror. I know Tucker Carlson, he has a lot more money than I do, but it's probably much harder for him to wake up and look in the mirror. Uh because he knows what he's doing to a country that I've sworn to defend both in uniform and in Congress, that he's never taken that similar oath. So that's fine. Not everybody has to take that oath, but he hasn't, and I think that's clear. But look, in terms of saying that we've hidden this footage, oh, we had one of the most transparent uh, hearings in history with the most footage we've ever shown in history. Wow. And every single, almost, uh witness that came in front of us was a very partisan witness they were all republicans that came in front of this committee <laughs> right <laughs> i like even
1: don lemon uh, even don lemon do is laughing you've showed more video than any other uh, hearing in in congressional history well, that sounds like a a line right out of the soviet union doesn't <laughs> we, we've we've been more transparent than anybody you haven't been transparent about a damn thing you're as transparent as the chinese communist party when it comes to
5: a lab leak Mm, yeah uh or transparent as mud as we say around here uh um, uh-huh, yeah, well, I was mm, trying to avoid mm. the you know I was trying to go with their their you know
1: the, this like the sellout thing I was going with that oh yeah, I was going that direction sure. <laughs> yeah
5: yeah uh more uh transparent most uh that's that's kind of like you know they've been doing that to us here lately, you know, the fairest safest, most secure election in history where the most liked person in you know American history was elected president. I mean, you know, the, these kind of phrases, it's kind of like that uh, we joke about this, uh, no deaths, no injuries out of China. It rings the same uh, as that. It's just a load of crap. You know, I <laughs> I like his argument. Uh, Tucker Carlson put forth a lot of uh, factual evidence that showed that uh, they're liars. And what did he retaliate with against uh, Tucker Carlson. Oh, he's, he's, it, it, he can't even look at the mirror. He, you know, he he's really, that's all you got. You don't, you don't have any facts or evidence or anything to go at him. you just, yeah. Cause he was right over the target. As you said, he hit the nail on the head. You're a liar. You're, you're, you're part of the problem
1: oh, they all look like asses. But they have to, because of the sake of the agenda and because of the sake of partisan politics, they have to hold the line. They can't deviate from that. They can't come out and say, oh, no, we were wrong. We we collaborated with these people and we covered that all up and we made this into something that it wasn't. We can't say that. And of all people... When does-
5: When does government ever say that?
1: Well, they don't. That's my point. Yeah, they're they're never wrong. Any government, they're never wrong about anything. And wouldn't you know it, Cocaine Mitch himself (laughs) comes out and says this about what Carlson's doing.
0: Capitol police has very serious concerns about the release of this footage. Was
4: it a mistake by Speaker McCarthy to give access to Tucker Carlson of this security footage?
1: My uh, concern is how it was depicted which is a different issue. Clearly the chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. So that's my reaction to it. Um, It was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. It's completely at variance as Mm. to what our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. Now, just to give Mm. you an idea here, here's a man, this guy, this, this Senate minority leader, this guy, Mitch McConnell, is a traitor to the United States of America. That's who he is. He makes $25 $25 million a year because his in-laws own six of the major shipping ports in communist China. He makes a six-figure salary from the Senate, and he makes tens of millions from the Chinese Communist Party. Just that in and of itself, aside from everything that this that the scumbag just said. How? Is he still in the United States Senate, let alone not on the foreign agents registry list in America? How is this even
5: possible? Mm. Well, that we know. It's because our government's corrupted. Our our government has been infiltrated and has been for years. Uh, But to what he was saying and what he was saying to Fox News, Tucker specifically, you were given the agenda. This is the agenda you were supposed to run with. You've gone against that. So. I guess we're going to write a strongly worded letter towards you because that's all Republicans are capable of. I don't know what they think they're going to do because Tucker Carlson has the most popular news uh, show in America right now. He can leave and go to any other news agency or go off on his own and Fox News would keel over. I mean, so... They have, have nobody else. Maybe Bongino yeah. could pull some views and and
1: maybe Greg Gottfeld, but that's it. They don't have anybody else.
5: Bongino's not on Fox, is he though? He is. He is? Okay. Well, I, I don't know. I I knew he had the radio show, but I didn't realize he was on Fox, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. Then you have the Senate majority leader. You just heard from the minority leader. Then you had the majority leader, Chuck Schumer, saying what should be done. Now, apparently we don't have a First Amendment anymore. Apparently. News to me. But apparently we, we don't have that. He's calling for the first amendment to
4: be basically null and void in america and he's going to come back tonight with another segment fox news should tell him not to fox news rupert murdoch tell carlson not to run a second segment of lies can't. you know it's a lie you've admitted it's a lie and speaker mccarthy is every bit as culpable as Mr. Carlson. Speaker McCarthy's decision to share security footage with Fox looked like a mistake from the very beginning. But after last night, it looks like a disaster. (laughs) Speaker McCarthy has played a treacherous, a treacherous game by catering to the hard right. He's enabled the big lie and has further eroded away at our precious democracy.
1: We're not a democracy. When
4: people don't believe elections are on the level, that's the beginning of the end of this bold experiment in democracy. We're not a democracy. It has gone on That's for more than 200 years. Yeah, <laughs> it's all the more shameful, shameful, because Speaker McCarthy knows precisely what kind of customer Mr. Carlson is. The customer, he's not so he paid surprised for him? by this outcome. What a low point for Speaker McCarthy. What a low point for Fox News. As reporting on the Dominion lawsuit shows, Mr. Carlson had no problem admitting behind the scenes that the big lie is pure garbage. When Sidney Powell went on the air to push the stolen election narrative, Mr. Carlson told fellow anchor anchor Laura Ingram that Sidney Powell is lying. His words. By the deposition mr carlson's own producer texted him that quote i don't think there is evidence of voter fraud that swung the election they know <clears throat> they know full well they've been lying and they're doing it anyway
1: doesn't say much about himself to well, <laughs>
4: <laughs> they know full well they're lying and they just they
5: continue with it yeah but did you catch what he just did there uh so what tucker carlson's talking about and what he's showing is um the house lied to us. That committee lied to us. He's not saying anything about the election. He's not saying anything about voting. And Chucky there just went and said, um, oh no, this is, this is all about the great lie about, uh, you know, voter fraud and all of that kind of stuff, which is completely different topic. Um, I, yeah, that, that one, Uh, they're flailing. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. I, I have words, uh, that I would like to say, Chucky, but uh, I would rather not have to use the bleep button. Back with that wire brush, aren't you? Uh, Wire brush would be too good for Chucky, uh, in my opinion. He deserves far worse. Last
1: piece of audio. Like I said, we're we're going to do a short one today. Last piece of audio, Bruce. Do you know who Ken Burns is? You know the the film documentary film producer. He made something about the first World War, Second World War, Korean War, yeah, all that stuff. He he does like yeah. war documentaries, he, and they're very well done, I have to say. Uh, at least the ones that I've seen in the past, they're they're pretty good. Uh, he's working on another one about the American Revolution, and he's going to tell you all about it. He was talking to Don Lemon on CNN. <laughs> <laughs> He was talking to Don Lemon on CNN this morning after Adam Kinzinger was was on after they got that that uh, response from Kinzinger. This is what he had to say about his take on January 6th, because, hey, he's probably going to do a documentary about this, too. You got to make sure you have your historical facts in line and he's going to give them to you.
4: Moved enough to write about this bill and what's going on with the whole idea of critical race theory and not teaching the full history of this country. Why? You know, what makes America
0: great is not the suppression of ideas or the pursuit of every corner of those ideas may lead us or the facts it's it's about who we are and how we investigate who we are and celebrate the diversity of who we are. All of these bills that DeSantis and others are doing limit our ability to understand who we are and are not inclusive. They're exclusive. They're, they're narrowing the focus of what is and isn't American history. It's terrifying. It feels like a Soviet system or you know the way the nazis would build a potemkin village tucker wow. carlson's doing the same thing with the footage from uh one six it's just wow. uh, a, a kind of rewriting of history at the most dangerous level it's 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 huge threat to our republic i'm doing don a film right now working on a major series on the history of the american revolution and i can tell you that thomas jefferson and Thomas Paine, and George Washington, and John Adams, and James Madison, and Alexander Hamilton are rolling over in their graves if they think that this person is carrying the mantle of what it is to be American.
1: I agree with him on the points that he said about the founders rolling over in their graves because of people like him and the company that he keeps on that stage. The entire statement was redirection. Every single thing that these people in D.C. and in this th- this bureaucracy, everything that they're doing, everybody in the media, in the production houses, all throughout our mainstream culture, they're all rewriting history to the level that the Soviets or the Nazis couldn't even dream of, I might add. If you go back and you read the history of the Soviet Union, or if you go read The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich by William L. Shire, great book, I might add, On the accounts of what happened under both forms of that totalitarian Marxism, the levels of propaganda, though extensive, they could not have even dreamt about the level of propaganda that we have now. The level of technocracy in the hands of psychopaths and sociopaths of the 20th century would have been, I'm not sure we would be sitting here right now, the, the amount of destruction that would have happened. You talk about rewriting history, sir. I I am, I'm ashamed to call people like you my countrymen. I'm ashamed of people like you. You, you, sir, are a disgrace to what America is, to sit there and speak like that. And how dare you talk about the founders of America
5: in such a manner? Uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he went to the road that he did with the bringing up the founders. I actually expected him to say something about the founders being racist or misogynist or bigoted. He could have, way. that was just
1: the, yeah. uh, the amount of the clip that I had. He, he could have said that further in the thing. I don't
5: uh, know. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but using them to try to, uh, further your agenda and, uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, You're talking about people um, that literally, uh, (laughs) they went against the greatest army in the world at the time to bring us the types of freedom that we have now or are supposed to have. And um, you're saying they would be rolling over in their grave by people exercising this freedom for the freedom of the press going out there and, you know, like what Tucker Carlson was doing and showing the actual video, just showing the video or... Putting the the, the Jan- God, making January sixth seem like it's so horrible and bad and yeah it was bad I mean there was some stuff that happened that shouldn't have happened but um, I, I'm I'm just part of me thinks this is all planned and by that I mean they gend up the lie about January sixth and how horrible it was in the face of by the way just you know just before that we had the the riots and everything and uh, you know the summer of love. Uh, in the middle of a pandemic and nobody was don't forget, arrested. Don't forget Chaz. Yeah, Chaz, Chop, yeah. We had all of that go down. And then we had January 6th. And they say January 6th was far worse when the only people that were killed there were Ashley Babbitt, Babbitt being murdered by Capitol Police. And then um, there was another individual that was killed as well. That's not talked about as much. There's another instance where Capitol Police could have ended up killing someone else because they shoved them off of four stories of uh, scaffolding. But yeah. I'm wondering if, th- if this is all planned. So they, they gave us a lie and they pushed the lie and pushed the lie. And then they had one of theirs, McCarthy, release the footage. Now this has ginned up more hysteria about January 6th. It's creating more chaos, creating more angst amongst the people. Now they have even more hatred towards our government. And it's causing more of a divide. And now people don't trust their institutions even more. And we've seen other things that have happened. And I'm I'm wondering if this is just playing into their hand. This is the exact thing that they want to cause all this turmoil, because now they're going to present to us a solution um, in the coming months or years, because we also have to have which they're working on. Uh, you start having shortages of food. You start having shortages of power. You have the civil unrest that's going on right now. They're going to present to us a system of government or a a new mechanism that they can use to uh, bring back uh, civil discourse and uh, peace amongst the nation. And it'll be something in the lines of, as we've been talking, social credit. And I think that's this is this is kind of big brain. This is kind of uh long game. If this is the case and they're playing this kind of a game, I hope I'm wrong and I hope McCarthy was truly just trying to get the information out there or even if mccarthy was just trying to um i i wouldn't like this but i'd be more okay with it than this being a long plan um if he just did it sent it to fox news to try to garner favor with fox news and the republicans you know specifically the freedom house caucus um maybe maybe you know it was just that and he was trying to uh and then the 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 backlash and everything that's happened because of it uh you know seeing that the government lied this would garner him more favor amongst people and everything and it was kind of unforeseen that there would be backlash i don't know I, i i i don't know what to think on this one because uh it doesn't feel quite right something feels off you got anything else you want to talk about today no there's pretty much not much at all going on other than this. And, you know, possible nukes and war in Ukraine and we may have troops on the ground in Ukraine soon. Uh, China may attack us soon with EMPs. Well, there's they're that, spying yeah. on us still. Yeah. Uh, and
1: North Korea is talking about invading the South uh, because yeah. the U.S. is, you see, the U.S. is escalating. It's their fault, you see. And they, they announced yesterday that the North Koreans, they said, any, they're going to be launching some some of their new missiles, right? They're going to be doing some of that. But you see, the U.S. is escalating, and they said that any U.S., Japanese, or Korean vessel that shoots it down will be considered a, a declaration of war.
5: So, but the U.S. is escalating. You see? Yeah. So, like I said, there's not really much going on in the news. No. Uh, today, uh, not, not much. Not much at all.
1: We're going to go ahead and call this one done. We will not be here tomorrow. Do apologize for that. You will get a rerun. Not sure what that's going to be yet, but uh, we will not be here tomorrow. We will be back again on Monday with Ned. We will be back on Saturday. For those of you who are subscribed to us on Telegram, you will get that podcast early on Telegram. So I want to thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone. Have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday.